What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. The Pro Wrestling Vault. 35 short stories, including Harley Race, Ricky Morton, Tracy Smothers, and Tim Storm. Along with 300 photos from the independent scene. Taken from Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama. Get your book today by going to WrestleVille.com or LanceByChance.com. WrestleVille. It's where wrestling lives. PWZ Podcast with Rick Del Santo. For all your wrestling reviews, interviews, and news, Rick covers the United Wrestling Network, the NWA, and the Northeast region of the United States Independence. PWZ, 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 PWZ keeps you in the zone. What's going on, everybody? This is the PWZ Podcast. I'm Rick Del Santo, and joining me, as always, the Showtime Marcel Williams. How the hell are you, sir? It's been a couple weeks since we've gotten our shit together, you know? I've been sick, been tired and drained, and we're finally here, and we got some wrestling stuff to talk about. Yeah, me, you both, uh, you've been sick. I've been working a lot, drained out, tired from work. And um, we are here finally after what two or three weeks? I think two or three weeks. Has it been? No, it's got to be two weeks. Jeez, I think we weeks? just didn't. I think we only missed one week, so you know, right, it's, so it's, it's like been a long, long yeah, but yeah, well, we miss y'all, we miss each other <laughs> talking about the world of wrestling. So, uh, we gonna get this going and get it started with some what some uh, some sad news actually. Yeah, some sad news today. We found out that uh, Jimmy Rave has passed away. Uh, Jimmy is a, you know, I'd like to consider him a, a, a legend in the world of professional wrestling. He made his mark in uh, the NWA in the earlier 2000s, uh, Ring of Honor, TNA. Um, you know, Bill Barron's had posted it on uh, PW Insider and Twitter. Uh, Bill Barron's is former NWA president. Um Jimmy is a former two-time NWA junior heavyweight champion. Uh, it's very sad. Um, you know, he struggled with um, some severe addiction problems over the years, uh, the last 20 years at least. Um, and now it eventually led to his arm being amputated back in, I think, January. And then just in, I think, either September or October, a few months later, he had both his legs amputated. Um and then obviously this news, we, uh, you know, this afternoon I found this news out. Um, so I want to send our condolences to his friends and family. It's very sad, man. Uh, he, was, he was a great dude. Um, we actually had him as a guest here back in February uh, on PWZ. Dan Bryant, Danny Bryant had interviewed him for the PWZ podcast. So it's actually one of our most played videos. If you guys want to go and check out that interview on YouTube, go ahead. It's um, it's a pretty interesting interview. He didn't. Dives into a lot of stuff. Gets pretty personal. So, go check that out. What's your, uh, do you have anything to say, Marcel? Yeah, I give a condolences to family and friends. And uh, I remember him as being in TNA with uh, Lance Hoyt. Yep. At, at, you know, at that time, we're doing uh, TNA wrestling. And uh, that's how I remember him. And do that run of 2007. And around, they say, the peak years of TNA wrestling. Uh, but uh, like I said, once again, it's unfortunate the, the events that went through to his passing. But uh, we give a prayer to the uh, family and the friends. And um, it's sad. It's sad. Uh, what, the one thing I want to mention is that Pro Wrestling Loot a, uh, is making a figure of him. Now, they had this figure out a few months ago. Um, up for pre-order that they were you know if you purchase it it was going to go the the um the proceeds were going to go help jimmy uh with his medical bills and now and um 
they had, they had stopped the pre-order basically uh you know there was a cutoff date and then they were going to produce them uh earlier or early the the following year 2022 but seeing that he passed they reopened those pre-orders and they're going to donate all the money to the uh to the family and children of jimmy rave so if you didn't get it you can go ahead and there's going to be a, uh, a special variant version as well for I know you guys like these uh, micro brawlers and pint size all stars, so go check that out on prowrestlingloot.com and uh, you know leave that donation for the for the family and, and children of Jimmy. On top of that, uh, this past weekend, Paradise Alley held an event. Matthias did not get to defend the world championship because he was under the weather, in which. Marcel, you did not get to battle him. Uh, now you guys were supposed to get the, that was your supposed to be your first one-on-one, well, not first, but you know, you guys were supposed to uh, go at it because uh, you guys both ran into a little trouble with a little Vlad over the last few months. So you guys were finally getting to meet again. Yeah, it was scheduled for me and uh, him for the PAPW championship. And, you know, no distractions, no Vlad, no holiday being added. It's just me and him for, uh, I say, the biggest prize in PAPW. But it didn't happen. He was under the weather and uh, really badly sick. So, uh, like I said, once again, I give my best to him. And uh, we'll do it again soon. Sooner or later, I get some uh, major announcements coming up in the upcoming weeks. Uh, This past Saturday was recorded for fights. So I don't want to spoil anything necessarily. But I'm going to say that for anybody that was there... Or anybody that was not there, keep a lookout for the event to uh, to be streamed at some point. Uh, it was a really good show. I had a fun, fun time at the show. Yeah, I thought it was good. You know, and I made my commentary debut. I don't know how great it was, but you know, <laughs> might, might have to be some overdubbing by uh, somebody there it, during the match. <laughs> hey, it, it may be, but you know, it was worth a try. We could do it again. It'll always get better. But uh, yep. it was it was a good night for Paradise Alley, and um, good things coming in the future for us to keep it exciting. And um, more updates coming soon. Just stay tuned. Uh, next up for you guys, January 29th, you guys are going to be holding New Year's Retribution, which is always one of you, your biggest show of uh, you kick off the beginning of the year with a, that big show every year. So I'm looking forward every to that. One. I've been I've been to that one in the last few years. So let's yeah, move on event. now. Oh. No, it's, it's a big event for PAPW. It's like a refresh. So I'm looking forward to it. And uh, like I said, stay tuned. <laughs> it's also this past Saturday night, Ring of Honor held their, uh, which many people anticipate was their final show. Uh, mm-hmm. Some people are unsure of whether they're actually going to come back. They said they were taking that four months off and, going to rebrand in uh, April. Uh, but some people were talking as if it, <laughs> if we were just finally saying goodbye, if you notice. Uh, what I liked about this show, there was a lot of great uh, thank you videos and tribute videos. Tony Khan had lended some of his talent that made their names in uh, Ring of Honor, such as Brian Danielson, uh, CM Punk, Jimmy Jacobs. I know I'm missing a couple others. Uh, they did some. They sent in some nice videos uh, mm. for that. Uh, I know I'm missing somebody. I, I just can't remember who it is. I know um, the two that you just said. I remember it was uh, yep. CM Punk, Brian Danielson. It was a. It was a whole slew of uh, legends of ROH, yeah. and a lot of footage that was popping up too, showing all the good times that they had. Um, yeah. It was a great event. Then you had some cameos. Yes, mm-hmm. FTR cameos. Um, I gotta tell you, even though I watched that show two days later, I had not read any of the spoilers. I stayed away from the internet, uh, anything that was Ring of Honor related, because I did not want to see it. As soon as those lights went out, and then they were standing there, and their music hit, I literally popped. I jumped. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, "Oh shit!" Like it was predicted. <laughs> it was predicted. You know, that's my favorite tag team of the modern era. You know, yes, um, but those guys are just sick. Uh, and now, congratulations to the Briscoes, they've won their 12th Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championship. That match, damn, man, that match was out of this world. That was a freaking great match, dude. Them in uh, OGK, 
uh, Matt Taven and Mike Bennett. Uh, Maria Kanellis returned to Ring of Honor to uh, mm-hmm. walk uh, walk the OGK down to the ring. That was um, that was a really good match. Um, there was a pre-show. I didn't get a ch- chance to watch the pre-show. Um, however, the main car main card started with uh, Dragon Lee and Ray Horus, which I thought this uh, right there, man. That match, dude. These two started tearing the house down. Did you see all this right. match at all? Yeah, it was beginning to end. The show was great. This match right there, right. Uh, I mean, some of the stuff that happened. I mean, right within like a minute, um, trying to think which one it was, was Ray Horace dove outside the ring at Ray Horace. And it was just, dude, it was just, uh, it was just a really cool match. Yeah, it was a great opener for, you know, their, ho- hopefully not their final. Favorite I hope game. not. Well, you know, they kept talking like it was, but then at the same time, they were just like end of this era, you know. But so, but it's yeah. I don't know. Did 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 um Sinclair give up on them altogether? I wish they would have invested a little no, bit more. I, 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 I mean, they had money to invest. That's one of them. But two, um, the end of the era. I think they're talking about like the era of contracts because now going forward, they just got treated as an independent promotion of yeah. like. You know, it's not guaranteed who's going to be a champion for a long amount of time because you don't know whether they'll get signed or not. So it's 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 just a new it's going to be a new structure going into the new ROH if there is going to be a new one. One of the things that I want to talk about with that now that you said that that why wouldn't they try to give out guaranteed more guaranteed tra- contracts? There's a whole and there's a whole slew of guys that were just recently released from WWE, 82 guys in the last year, mind you. That they could try to bring bring in, you know what I mean. That 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 if Sinclair wanted to take Ring of Honor seriously, they could, uh, you know, try to get some of these guys and have some top notch action. I mean, bring it back to the Ring of Honor of old that the people fell in love with. I mean, I still take it back to the pandemic, and you know, everybody likes to blame the pandemic. But you know, they was the only company that really took care of their workers. Why? They wasn't running, so I kind of feel like them having a heart for what they did kind of like stabbed them in the back, kind of because like now they couldn't do it financially. Like you know, Sinclair does have the funds to do it. It's just mm-hmm. I don't think they was fully vested like Tony Khan or you know Vince McMahon are invested. It's not only that though. Twenty nineteen, they got destroyed with by WWE cherry picking like all the top talent out of there as well. It all started there. And the pandemic, um, you know, didn't help because they had a horrible 2020, you know, mm-hmm. and, then, and then and then shutting down during 2020. Uh, it was 2020, right? Yeah. Um, it just didn't help, you know. Um, God knows, you know, it could have it could have been better. I mean, I I was hoping that it would have improved over time, you know, that Sinclair would have just said up their budget a little bit more to go higher. I mean, there's a lot of great wrestlers I would have loved to get have uh, gone in there, but they did bring in really good guys like Josh Woods, Tony Deppin, mm-hmm. uh, was it Hot Sauce Tracy Williams? You know, so yeah, you know, they, they they were on the right track, especially when they came back with that uh, the Pure Tournament, uh, and but they were doing everything empty arena, and then basically they were yeah trying to rely on. Say making money through like fight with the, the you know advertising and and uh, mm-hmm. possibly merchandise you know so they weren't necessarily making very much money they were actually hundreds of thousands hundreds weren't they millions of dollars in debt or a few million dollars when when we did yeah, that uh, yeah, yeah yeah that that uh, couple debt. episodes back yeah I think we discussed that a couple episodes back and I threw out the number that I that I found. All right, on top of that, the ROVH Television Championship. Congratulations, Rhett Titus. He defeated uh, Dalton Castle, Silas Young, and Joe Hendry in a four-way. Rhett Titus, also a former PWC guest. Uh, so, uh, which that was a really fun interview. Really cool dude. Uh, Rhett Titus is killing it out there, man. That guy is, uh, he actually recently debuted in the NWA as well. Um, so, the Ring of Honor and uh, the NWA seemed to be working together again. Uh so I think that uh, it's possible that they're going to br- start bringing guys over there to the NWA. So, you know, I guess Billy's got something going on there that, uh, he, you know, he knows that some of these guys are going to be unemployed pretty soon. So <laughs> he wants to help out hey, and bring in the good I talent. Mean, yeah, I mean, you just you just seen Matt Cardona pop up. 
So, yeah. you know, it just, it is, NWA is starting to be another home for a few of these, these unemployed workers, you know, is, is unfortunate, but at least it's somewhere to work. Yeah. Um, we'll get into the NWA a little bit because I got some other stuff I want to talk about there. Uh, we don't necessarily have to talk about the pay-per-view because it happened two weeks ago. Um, but, <laughs> you know, it was a good show. I will say that. On top of that, the Pure Championship, Josh Woods, retained against Brian Johnson. Another great match. I thought this was a really fun one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fight without honor. Shane Taylor defeated Kenny King. This match was pretty brutal. Have you seen this one? Yeah, this match is real stiff. I've seen yeah. clips of that. I mean, this match is real the pile driver on the ladder, like, you know, he had the ladder from the barrier, like, uh, over the barrier onto the ring, and he just lifted yeah. him up and just, and I was just like, Jesus, man, I really thought these guys, and, uh, they, they pretty, pulled it all out. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure that, uh, Shane Taylor tried to kill Kenny King legit, because it was fucking brutal <laughs> with the, the end of that match. <laughs> Uh, the women's championship, Roxy retained against Willow Nightingale. It's a pretty good match, but it was kind of short, in my opinion. At least short for Ring of Honor. Yeah, you know they always do the ladies like that. It's unfortunate. Yeah, and I think can't win them all. No, nope. And this is a uh, eight man: uh, Brody King, Homicide, Tony Deppin, and Rocky Romero. Uh, shit, I didn't write down the results of this one. Damn. <laughs> They took on Tracy Williams, Taylor Rust, uh, oh, I know, and uh, Eli, I can't even say that, Isom, and EC3, and guess who made his appearance at the end of this match? The Ron former Braun Strowman. Yep. The, now the Titan. Oh, we can't, we can't say that. We might get sued. Um, <laughs> Adam Schur, the Titan. Um, that was, you know... I saw it online initially, and I was just like, oh, God, I kind of rolled my eyes. I said, he's not, you know, when you think of Ring of Honor, you don't think of big, tall muscle heads like that, like strongman guys, right? You think of smaller guys that are work rate guys, you know? Um, but then I actually watched it, and I got to tell you, man, the, the way that this was done, it was done really well. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. just like, uh, you know, Sid Vicious coming to ECW. <laughs> right. Yeah, but I think I don't know. <laughs> yes, I do. I like I like Sid though, so I thought that he kind of fit in there in a way. I, I mean, thought they, it was cool. Yeah, uh, we already covered the tag team championship. We started off with that, and my God, the world title match obviously uh, was a Bandito, right? Uh, could not be there because he uh, he got COVID, so um, so there was no. You know, he couldn't defend his title. However, the uh, this match was for the original ROH championship. It was Jonathan Gresham. As he defeated Jay Lethal uh, for the ROH Championship, probably I—I I mean, obviously, this is, I think this is a match of the night. You got two of the greatest wrestlers in the world today competing against each other, and I thought this was phenomenal. It was a great closer, and it was definitely fitting for all the super—I'm saying superstars like this WWE, all the performers for ROH around the ring, you know. Doing the dog pound on the mat and just closing out this uh, great pay per view and just a farewell to ROH. Yeah, I'm just I'm sitting here just wondering what's going to happen with them in April if they come back, or is it just going to be a thing of the past? Uh, they're not going to, uh, from what I understand, they're not interested in selling their video library. I guess that uh, people have thought that they're going to sell it to the McMahons and. ROH said no, so Honor Club is still going to be a thing. Okay. I mean, well, they could probably make continue to make money that way if they. Uh, they can, they can. I mean, I, it would it would be great for the McMahon's to buy it and have all in, but you know yeah. that would be interesting. See if they put down the network. I'd like to see that again, and it's impossible to find. I guess I can find a bootleg of it somewhere. Don't uh, fight TV. Just, yeah, I mean, why would I pay for something that happened four years ago? I think I think it's cheaper on Fight TV now. I think oh, okay. more open events go and get a little less. I think. I think. Let's yeah. let's take a let's take a quick look here. So, hang on. while we're on this thing, so we can kill some time here. No, nah, no. So. <laughs> I remember watching it live. I actually paid for it back in the day, but I, I lost. I did. 
I had a different login at the time to fight, so okay. I don't remember. Oh yeah, it is up here, and it is. The hell is this? Is this even the same thing? I think. It... Oh, purchase options. Okay. Hell no! It's forty dollars. Is it? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> wow! You can watch the pre-show for free though. There we go. I'm gonna I'm gonna bootleg it. Um, <laughs> that's a show. You know, I thought that that was a that was a fun show. You know, I remember watching it, and it was one of those shows because I was just kind of sort of getting back into wrestling in a way, and so I didn't really know what to expect. And I was like, "What the fuck is this all-in thing that people keep talking about?" And then I saw it, and I was like, "Oh damn, let me try this out." You know, and I got to see a lot of wrestlers I uh, either hadn't seen in years, and you know, I. Uh, I had started following the NWA at the time, so um, the the newer version of the NWA, so it kind of um, got me really intrigued as to what was going to happen. I had never really seen uh, during Nick Aldis's run in TNA, and I wasn't watching TNA at the time, so yeah, you know, I just kind of like discovered him at the time, and I was like, "Damn, this guy's great!" So uh, that's pretty much it. You know, it, it got me. That was one of the shows that got me really interested back in wrestling after not being into it for about four years. Guys, so. All In was a, a great event to set up the future, what we know as now as AEW, but uh, even the Madison Square Garden show when I was there, when they were at New Japan, it was a, it was a historic event for a non-WWE pay, pay-per-view or any event to be there and sell out. And so, you know, it was it was great card and uh i enjoyed it so you know roh got a lot of history behind it hopefully they bounce back and they do what they need to do to stay on tv or anywhere and then you know they want to keep the library because it, they got a lot of they got a lot of footage i mean from eddie guerrero versus ray mysterio versus cm punk all that stuff so this, i mean uh, the, the superstars yeah the superstars they have that went on to places like WWE, now AEW, Impact, uh, you know, guys like Roderick Strong, Adam Cole, like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Bobby Fish, Bobby everybody, Kyle yeah. O'Reilly. Uh, I'm just throwing off, like, some of the mo- more modern names. I mean, you think back, there, there's whole sets of Colt Cabana stuff. There's whole, you know, Samoa there's uh, Samoa Joe. Thank you. Uh, you know, there's a, just... Out, CM Punk, yeah, Kevin absolutely. Steen. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, there's just so much. Christopher Daniels. Tyler you know, Black. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> he hated today that he, uh, or he tweeted today that he hated football. I almost responded because I'm not a very big football fan. Then I uh, realized I'd be responding to Seth Rollins. So I. <laughs> <laughs> so much. Speaking of, Seth Rollins, I know, and I feel kind of bad because I, it's like, I think it's. Uh, one of those things where it's like trendy to hate him mm-hmm. in a way, you know. But at the same time, I just have to say, is like I'm the originator. I never really cared for the guy. So it was like that in ROH. I mean, before he got signed, nobody yeah. could stand him. It was like it was real bad. I I never knew it was that bad until I I found out now. Like they really can't stand him now. I'm like that's crazy. He's boring. He's really like, but they build him up like he's the greatest thing on earth. But and he's the guy. What do they call him? Like he, uh, he's a good hand, you know. Yeah. But they build him up to be the champion and be the main guy so many times. Was always like that? Did they build him up where he was like? Honestly, uh, honestly, I just remember the name Tyler Black from when he was in there. I don't really even remember him specifically. I just remember him okay. being there. You know, because I remember so, the heat being real then. I remember reading the articles and they'd be like, "Yo, Tyler Black, I can't stand this guy." I'm like, and then when <laughs> WWE signed him, I was like, "Well, he must be good enough for WWE to sign him." Now I see now, I fully. But they him. signed. But they signed almost, almost whatever the fuck you call him. I mean, the guy can't almost, barely yeah. move. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I mean, no offense, but <laughs> no, the guy could be a monster if uh, if used properly. Um, yeah. I'm pretty excited today that AEW announced that they're going to be in Bridgeport, Connecticut in February. Yes, they are. Speaking of which, that is a WWE building normally. So well, uh, more. no, so that's twice. That's, you know, it's kind of interesting that I think that, uh, 
you know, this hasn't happened in many, many years that uh, another company has come into a WWE building, at least in Connecticut. Uh, if you remember, in Connecticut, Connecticut's WWE State because it's where where they're they're from. Uh, yes. WCW tried to come to New Haven back in the day. They did two shows that drew horribly, and then WWE told the New Haven Coliseum that they weren't going to come back to the New Haven Coliseum if they were going to. Um, continue to book other organizations and literally and i remember this as a kid wwf didn't come back for like two years to new haven coliseum now mind you when they came to connecticut that was their main building over hartford for the most part so i remember because my parents would never take me to hartford because it was too far away at 40 minutes away (laughs) so like wcw came to hartford like with nitros yep and Nitro was sold out. Uh, I went to a house show in Hartford. I don't really remember much about the house show. Uh, I remember sitting very close, but uh, I just remember Hacksaw Duggan being there. That's all I remember. So I'm sure if I find if I find it online, I'm sure I can find the results to that. But you know, so I I find it interesting that AEW is finally and and it took mind you, it took WCW a good 15 years to to invade. Connecticut. This is going yeah. two years. AEW is trying this in two years. So hey, they outsold them for Long Island. That's their home. Yeah. That's their home that's as more, well. That's that's one of their main buildings out there in Long Island. Yeah. 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 So I mean, dude, AEW is uh, using the momentum. They're selling out buildings. Um, you know, that's good business. It was a bad business if they don't go nowhere. It's good yeah. business. You know, they do the stuff down in Universal Studios on a regular. Um, mm-hmm. It's just great stuff for a great company that's uh, putting in the work. Uh, tickets are going on sale this Thursday with a pre-sale. However, the uh, rest of the tickets going on sale Friday morning. So you can get the pre-sale code. I don't have it or I would give it away. Um, I don't remember. You have MSG it? MSG6. Now got it. But MSG6. Wow. That's harsh. You, I don't think I don't see them uh, invading MSG. I mean, it's very possible that they're going to go there. Listen, for them to see... do Las Vegas, why would they not yeah. do MSG? You mean Long Island? <laughs> no, 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 no. I when know. did they Las do Vegas. Las Vegas? Double or nothing. M- oh uh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And You're they're right. going back yep. there again this year. That's insane. It's insane. I'm pretty. I don't know, man. I, I'm. I'd be surprised if AEW did um, MSG at least this quick. How long did it take ROH and New Japan? How long did it take to sell out? That shit sold out really quick too. I think oh, it sold man. out the the day of, if I remember correctly, the day that tickets went on sale. Because I went on ticket uh, online to try to get tickets that Thursday that they went on sale, and I couldn't get them. I was pissed as hell. So <laughs> I had planned, and I ended up watching it on TV because this thing. I think when they would that then you know then when they put the the public tickets on sale the next day, they sold out even quicker. I think I sleep later, whatever. So I couldn't get up. And... <laughs> but yeah, I fortunately got them. I'm, I don't know how I got. I think I went to seat uh, seat geek to get them. I got them. I could have scalp got some scalper tickets, but I'm not paying those prices. Oh, you got to wait till like. Yeah, you got to wait till the day of the show, you know, and get tickets right out front from the guy for half off when the guys are. I remember, speaking of scalpers, I remember I was at WrestleMania 11. Uh-huh. People weren't buying tickets, okay, outside. Now, mind you, that was a Hartford Civic Center the place. I think people expected that, like, people to really go crazy over it. But nobody wanted That was like one vote. That's continuously voted one of the worst WrestleManias of all time. The worst WrestleMania ever. If anybody, if I ever hear one more time that WrestleMania 9 was the worst WrestleMania, I swear I'm slapping somebody. WrestleMania 11 was the worst ever. I was at WrestleMania 11. It was not very good. However, I remember people trying to sell tickets out front for $10 each because they couldn't get rid of them. Yeah, and I was just like, damn. I was like, I already had my tickets for months. (laughs) So I told my wife the other day, I said, do you know WrestleMania 11 was in Harvard? She said, what? I said, yeah, it was in Harvard. And, I and told it's her, just a regular. It's the worst WrestleMania ever. And that was like one of the worst um, periods for WWE. They weren't drawing very well, so they had to go to a smaller building like that. I mean, not that 
Madison Square Garden is like way bigger than Harvard, right? Is it like that much bigger? Way bigger. Yeah, is it's it? way bigger. Okay. So mind you, they were doing places like MSG for that. They would go there every 10 years, pretty much, right? Hey. MSG for at least the first 30 years. So yeah, I find that incredible that that, you know, they couldn't, they had to go to Hartford. I'm sure that's not the smallest place. It's got to be. There has to be a smaller place. Probably it not. It was huh? the shits. You know what Iron? We Cars Iron, right? It was the shits. If you haven't figured out, if you haven't figured out that you can't swear on here. I'm sorry. But it was. Mm-hmm. I, I get bad every time I think about that WrestleMania. It was the worst. The only best match was Shawn Michaels versus Diesel. Everything else. Even, well, let's see. I'm going to try And even that was even that good. No, it really wasn't. I'm trying. <clears throat> excuse me. I'm trying to think of. All right, let's try to do this off the top of our heads without searching for the matches. I remember it was Backlund and Bret Hart, right for the. Uh, and that was supposed I'm to be a submission match. Stay out of my head. Save that. My, mind you, I was sitting here like, man, this is going to be such a great match, right? To at this point, that's when I'm at. Sitting here like, I started to like wrestlers for their wrestling ability and not necessarily the characters. I'm sitting like these guys are gonna be great, man. That shit was a stinker. It was the craps. Then uh I mean Lawrence Teller and Bam Bam was good. He carried him real well. I give him that. I think that Bam Bam made Bam. LT look very good. Yes, he and, did. Yeah. What else? There was the was it Lex and the Bulldog? Uh Ally Powers. Allied power. You're right. They went against, against Owen and a, Owen and a surprise uh, partner, right? No, Which, no, no. It, it was uh, was, it was the, the twins. The uh, the uh, oh, Jacob uh, and Eli Blue. Yes. Yeah. And so then it was Smoking Gun versus Owen Hart and Yokozuna. Okay, so I mixed up the matches there. Jesus. All right. But I think Jer- Yokozuna Jer- was supposed Jer- to be this. Yeah, I remember that. That sh- that has potential to be a great match too. It was, Jeff it was, yeah, it was terrible too. Damn, that's ridiculous, man. It was I, jinxed. I, that whole event was was jinxed. And I've been to some shitty shows in my life too, and that, <laughs> and in recent years. Listen, nineteen ninety five for WWE slash F at the time was brutal. There's only a few. It, it, there's a few good moments in 1995. A few. It's funny because like I never realized that it was as bad as it was until I go back and say, watch YouTube videos of say superstars. I'm like, damn. There's Aldo Montoya. There's yeah uh, the goon. You know, everybody had a secondary job. You yeah. know, like the characters. They had some sort of character that they were. It's ridiculous. It was ridiculous. it was the absolute worst. Ninety four was all right. Ninety six was all right, but ninety five yeah. in the middle, it seemed like it was something wrong. Is that the year that uh, Vince thought that he was going to prison, and then no, so that was Jer- ninety four. That was ninety four. So Jerry Jer- yeah. Jerry Jerry Jarrett was the one that was taken over, and he started bringing all his USWA guys up under different yeah. characters. Yeah, that was. Uh, I miss that period. I miss that. Period. Yeah, that was ninety four. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, more the more we know. What was I another worst WrestleMania besides <sighs> WrestleMania? 11? I don't know. I could talk about the worst Survivor Series, which was twenty twenty one. We already oh, talked oh, about the worst. That, yeah, that, that that was bad. That was bad. I wish I could have fallen asleep during that. You know, I fell asleep I during did. the last WrestleMania I attended, which was what. The one in that the MetLife Stadium was that three years ago now. Did you fall asleep, dude? We were there for nine fall hours. The stadium? Yes. Yeah, we did do a whole work shift in that stadium. That, I was there. That shit started. Now, mind you, they didn't they open the doors at like noon for everybody to go in or something. Noon or no, one? No, 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 no. They opened the doors at I think it was three o'clock. Why did I feel like? Okay. Because yeah, you, you know what, you, you might be right. Fall time is at one o'clock for the wrestlers. Okay, but we got there, and <laughs> we literally, like, we stood in the parking lot. You know, we went to the shop that they had, and we just walked around talking to other wrestling fans. And yeah, you know, I got to see 
fucking people from all over the world wearing their cool indie shirts and, you know, people in their fucking Young Bucks and Bullet Club shirts because you never have enough of those. <laughs> and I just remember going in there. We were there. F- it was freezing in there. Mind you, it was mid-April. I'm glad I brought a jacket, but I did fall asleep in the middle of the show. I yeah. I'm, there was literally probably like a three-hour pre-show, I think, before the actual event started. I started to did that show with Kofi and Brian for the main event. Yeah, they should have ended with that because nothing topped that that whole night. Even though you know it's historic to have the women main event, it's still nothing. Nothing topped that moment. So I could have left during that match and not even worried about it because it was. I mean, it was a good match and all, but it was. Yeah. You know, it was whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I don't remember. You know, the funny part is I never went back and watched it because I was just like, it fucking was forever. It was too long. It was too long. (laughs) And I remember remember going into the, you know, you got to get up probably numerous times during a nine-hour event, and you start talking to people in line in the bathroom or the concession stands. And I remember this one guy telling me, you're like, what are you looking forward to? And I'm like, you know, Brian and Kofi. And this guy was like, I'm really looking forward to Triple H and Batista. And I was that match of all matches out of every single match that's on the show, that's the one match. I didn't think, I mean, that's just kind of like the longest uh, match for no reason. Yes. I think everybody hated that because of that, that it just went forever. Oh, well. Hey, I'll just rewind. I think was it, I think the year before, I think it was the year before or something like that. Seth Rollins went against Triple H. That was very long too, for no reason. I actually don't remember that. Jesus. Where is my memory? So people ask me about stuff in the 80s, and I'll fucking remember it. But in the last 20 years of people asking me about wrestling, I barely remember it. (laughs) Especially if I was there. Um, So, yeah, there's just... There's a lot. A lot. A lot to remember in those shows. shows. uh, I I know you didn't see it, but can we talk about the debut of Hook? Yeah, we can talk about that. I mean, I've seen clips of the match of Hook, and uh, funny, I had no idea who the fuck he was until I actually had to look it up. The myth and the press of Hook. Why is everybody talking about this guy? So that's Taz's uh, real-life son, correct? Yeah, Taz's son. uh, He's been in the background for like a good few months now, you know, just not saying a word. You know, it looked like he has the, the look. But he just—he's just that guy. He's like one of those guys that you know be in a group that's quiet, don't, don't say nothing. And then all of a sudden, when you want some action to happen, he just comes out with something. And <laughs> this was that prime example. You know, uh, Hook has that uh, mystique about him, and I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to seeing some more of him. You know, it's, it's, he's real good. He is real good. So I mean, you know, don't ruin it. Really- I mean, they don't ruin anything. That's what I'm saying. Don't ruin. It. I mean, they ruined the uh, the death match a few months ago. But, oh, uh, the uh, the exploding death match or the uh, yeah, they, death, yeah, yeah, they ruined that. Yeah. The firecracker match, yeah. Firecracker, um, yeah. <laughs> and they ruined and they ruined the uh, was it Moxley versus Suzuki? That match uh, had potential. Oh to be yeah, 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 yeah. And it was like ten minutes, and then there was a freaking commercial break, and I was like, "This fucking sucks." Like I was, yeah, we remember you venting on the episode that we did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure because I went off. <laughs> you could go into archives, and we'll, you could see Rick go sick for twenty minutes about. <laughs> My thing is this: do not build something up, and then. Put it on TV, have a commercial break in the middle of it, and just lose all the momentum. It, you know, there was a lot of hype behind it once Suzuki appeared. Okay, I was excited. It never did it again. I, it did it again. No, but then they ended up having him and Danielson too, which I thought was uh, somewhat better. You know. Yes, it was real good. Did you see the? Um, before we get back into it, did you see the? Um, the prototype for the new uh, Minoru Suzuki action figure, ringside, uh, whatever the hell you call it, is producing the um, ringside collectibles is producing the figure. I saw it today. Um, no, I, they, it they doing in, it? 
Yes, it looks amazing. I'm definitely gonna buy it when it comes out. Um, nice. It was sick looking, dude. Yeah, I liked. I don't even collect that many figures. I like very rarely buy figures, but they got to be something really special. But this was actually the only figures I have are all Japanese figures. So never mind, you know. <laughs> so they're all like uh, 1990s New Japan figures that I have. So okay. <laughs> I I don't think I, I did that. I don't. <laughs> I didn't do it on purpose. It's just the way that it worked out. Um, oh, and I have a Nick Aldis figure. That's so I lied, you know. So, yeah, this figure looks amazing so far. The uh, the uh, the mold of it it looks just like him. Like it really does. So I wonder if the shit will ch chop you and kill you as well. Probably. So yeah, hook. So I have yet to see this guy. You saying that he's good? There's a lot of hype around him. So. Hype, you know, yeah. Give it, give it a look, and then uh, we'll we'll check it back next next episode, and then I'll ask you. I'm like, what are your thoughts? I got to catch up on my AEW. Like I said last week, I I might have watched Dynamite. I was having normally I watch Dynamite uh, in my bedroom at night, but something happened to the cable. Uh, it literally that one channel comes in like um, scrambled. Every other channel comes in perfectly, except for that. Remember, like, it, it looks, like, all psychedelic and, like, weird. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? It's like, I've been watching it this way since, uh, for two years, and one day, <laughs> just TNT doesn't come in anymore. I can put on USA, which the two channels are right next to each other. It works fine. But... So, I usually watch it on my internet. It's a conspiracy theory. It totally is because I want to sit in bed at late at night and watch AEW Dynamite, but now I can't. <laughs> what about uh? Now it's moving Jeff to TBS though, right? So oh yes, it's moving, moving to starting, TBS. Before we segue that, yeah, moving to TBS uh, January, the beginning of okay. January, and it will be at the Prudential Center in New Jersey, Newark. Quite impressive. I'm not going to New Jersey. That's winter is coming, correct? Is that winter? Winter is coming no. is actually this Wednesday. Is you guys? Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, that Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson. I am not predicting that there's going to be a world title change. I think it's too soon for Paige to win it. It's too um, soon, but I'm I mean, lose match. it. I mean, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a banger of a match. I uh, I know. I remember seeing you and uh, said. When I doubted that Adam Page was going to win it that night, you were like, nah, it's his time. He's going to win it. Kenny's going to lose it. And I doubted you. And then, of course, I watched. I went home, and it was it was the same night as a PAPW event. And then I went home, and I was like, motherfucker was right. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I lose on that. I guess sometimes I get a little too worked up on that. But, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward it's a, to it's an emotional like, roller coaster with wrestling. It really, it really is. So, um, it really is, dude. I you get invested, but you know, I also thought that Paige should have won it two years ago. You know, because uh, I thought that they were going to build him as a star, and that's what they were going to do. Is like they're going to put the belt on him and make him that star like that. But you know what I mean? Uh, in hindsight, mm -hmm. looking back, I'm like they did it the right way. You know, did it yeah. the right way because I mean he could have, yeah, he could have lost all momentum if he if he won it right off the bat. So he could have had a Cody, uh, the Cody uh, effect right now. Ouch, jeez, yeah. that's brutal. I was actually yeah. reading something about him earlier because people were like, uh, apparently when he was in Ring of Honor, he was getting booed just as much. People didn't like him then either. Yeah. Like so this then. is not this is nothing new. Nothing new. <laughs> nothing. Does he have the, uh, would you call it the X-Pac heat? The go-away heat? <laughs> Sooner or later, he will. Sooner yeah. or later. You know, I've I, I seen it coming before the booze even started. Because, like, yeah. you could tell. He he has that hill, he has that hill, uh, hill stuff in him. So, you know. Right. You can see the little, the little what, eggs be planted. So, right. sooner or later, he's going to do it. And he's going to, you know, give himself a, AEW championship shot. Trust me, it's coming. Why would he? Not? No, I think you're right. I think you're right because you know he he uh, wasn't that part of the stipulation that he's never going to get a shot ever. Yes, yes. There's going to be something. He's going to turn heel. He's going to turn heel. He's going to use that executive vice president uh, role, I guess, to turn it around. 
Excuse me. That'd be the ultimate hill move. Why not? Absolutely. Let's talk some Jeff Hardy. Yeah, man. It's, it's unfortunate. I just watched his uh, Broken Skull uh, sessions with uh, Steve Austin the other day. That was filmed prior to his release? Yes, it was filmed. It aired on uh, Thanksgiving, and uh, he was saying how he was on the right page. I mean, it's not the first time I heard that from him, but I really thought it was like, really? But before I even go into that, I really ain't going, not going to judge the dude. You don't know whether he was probably tired that night in uh, Texas, uh, where the house show was being done at. So I'm not even going to judge and know if he was on something. Maybe he was sluggish, tired, injured. Never know. So There's a lot I, of things. That, there's a lot of things that have been going on, yeah. WWE asked him if he wanted to do rehab. He said no. So, Well, one of the things is that you know his wife had actually tweeted out. I'm not sure if you saw it. It's like, never mind what you heard. Uh, blah blah blah, etc. You know what I mean? Like, because mm-hmm. people always react to things they hear, and not things that are they actually know. Something to that effect, and, you know. Yeah. So it's like um, basically alluding to the fact that he was not uh, inebriated. Uh, Matt put out a nice tweet, uh, talking positive that his uh, uh, we about to have a run in. Uh, so no. Oh no! I, I thought we were gonna have a run. I thought we were having a oh, run. Oh no! You know why I do that? I do that because um, as we record in this, Raw is on. So I'm taking oh oh, it's Monday, isn't it? That. Oh yeah, it is Next. Monday. Damn! I'll watch the Hulu version where they cut uh, you know, to an hour and a half. So well, I'm doing um, my, my my eyes a bullet point. I'm just doing <laughs> bullet points like this, and just like oh. That's what's going on. All right. If, it, <laughs> if there's any breaking news, you got to break it here. Um, there's none. None. Yeah, I'm sure. Three hours. That's what I can tell you. That's the breaking news. <laughs> uh, <it's, laughs> they have not moved it back to two hours. Um, have not. So he also, like Matt Hardy put out saying that his brother's fine. You know, there's nothing wrong with him. And, and he's still on the right track, on the right path, you know? Yeah. And... From what I understand, somebody also said that there was a video footage of it out there that he was basically in there for the whole match, and he just got worn out after being in there for the whole match. And then, you know, when he finally got tagged out, he just fucking said, took a hike, you know? He said, F it, and went to the ground. Yeah. So there's got to be, there's definitely got to be more to the story, definitely. Um, I pray and hope for the best for him. Be honest with you, so, you know. I mean, uh, this is a guy that it's has hard, struggled, man. yeah, 100%. It is, it's hard to, you know, drugs and alcohol are very bad. We just talked about Jimmy Rave at the top of the hour, um, you know, who we lost today. So, you know, it's just, I just, you know, it, it, it's not an easy task to, to, to stay on the right track. So I don't even know if that's even false. You know what I mean? We don't know. But I, I pray and hope for the best for him. Nah, I do too. Yep. What's next, Rick? What's next? What else do we have? <laughs> we, I don't really. I think that's it, right? That's yeah, we don't got much else to talk about. Our upcoming right events are just winners coming, and then we got we uh, got winners coming weeks away. Yeah, uh, I'm not really. I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about day one. We don't talk a whole lot of WWE here. Yeah, uh, but you know, and I, I find us talking less and less of it <laughs> as the time goes on. Uh, the two main television shows, actually, now they have three. Sh- you know, main television shows. Uh, NXT I did is watch not NXT four games. I did watch that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh... Um, I've heard, well, you know, I spoke to somebody at work. Uh, they really only said that there was only two good matches on it. Uh, That's I really it. had, I really had no interest in, uh, referring to like, you know, the war games, the men's war game match was pretty good. That was, uh, uh, from what I heard, uh, obviously Johnny Gargano and Kyle O'Reilly are pretty much done with NXT WWE. Um, I have a feeling that Kyle O'Reilly is going to end up in, uh, AEW at some point soon. Um, Johnny Gargano, they kind of built as if he could come back. I know he's leaving so he could, uh, you know, him and his wife are having a child. 
So we don't really know what um what's going to happen, you know, with, with that. Yes. I mean, my prediction is, you know, once they once you know that ending of uh, you know when he came out and made his speech that he was you know taking time off for his you know his family and stuff like that, that he was going to come back. So I think that. Honestly, there's a very good chance that he will. I mean, WWE treated him very well. They didn't really do anything too stupid with him other than the Dexter Loomis storyline where he was, was he Dexter Loomis' father? Stepfather? Some bullshit? Yeah. yeah. But outside of that, he put on some great matches, you know? Yeah, he did. I enjoyed him being there, especially the the uh, DIYs and uh, and FTR now, but, you know, I remember those classic uh, confrontations. I was there for their first one. Yeah, the first one was so good in Brooklyn. The first, the first takeover. Yeah, well, yeah. their first I've... takeover between uh, FTR now and uh, DIY. You know, the funny part about it is, I'm going to sound like a fucking complete idiot. I don't even remember what the hell their name is when they were in WWE. Me FTR. No, dude, it's funny Just because like. Yeah, you're going to grow accustomed to them being FTR for God knows how long. And then it's just say, shit, I remember them there. I remember why I hated Well, I liked them, but I'm just like, I remember them in that stupid storyline with the Usos and the fucking yeah. shaving of the back. And I'm like, this is the fucking dumbest shit. And then all of a sudden I'm sitting <laughs> here like, what the hell? You know, uh, I bet you I can look it up in a flat second and then I'm going to fucking hate myself for forgetting it because. Probably the easiest name ever. It really is. Watch. Uh, well, let's see. FTR. And oh, Jesus Christ. Why is it going to take a year to open? Of course, right? <laughs> it is The Revival. How stupid can I be? The Revival. Don't ask. That's so yeah. easy. I mean, because they were a great tag team. Possibly the greatest tag team out there. So... Yeah, I don't have much else uh, going on. You know, AEW's come to Bridgeport. We talked about that. I plan on going to get grabbing tickets. Uh, you know, Spider Paradise Alley has Thursday. Oh, Spider Man is this? Yeah, we can talk about Spider Man. This is uh, has grown. Are to you just a Marvel me. fan? I know, but my sons are. I was, but I bring think your that, sons um, in here. No, <laughs> they ain't here, man. They went. They went home, man. They went home. So. <laughs> Back in Georgia, I drove them drove them to the uh, airport last Tuesday. And I think that that's the day that we're, we we switched. We were going to record Sunday. Then I said, um, we'll do a Tuesday. And I just remember waking up at 3 o'clock in the morning and driving them to the airport. And I was fucking dead. So I was like, nah, dude, I can't do tonight. So, and I, and I, and I yeah. And here we are this week. We finally got it. <laughs> finally, <laughs> finally did it. Here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, things happen. So, yeah, no, my sons um, are huge Marvel and DC guys the, and Star Wars guys. Uh, their mother lives down in Georgia with them. You know, they moved down to Georgia like a year ago, my ex-wife. And um, they don't, their mother uh, does not allow them to watch stuff like that. Because oh. just based on uh, her religion. I'm just going to leave it at that. I don't want to get too far that. into the, uh, you know, yes. off... Off air, we can talk more about it. I think it's fucking yeah. insane. But um, so they come up here and they binge watch for weeks at a time or months. Uh, and you know they they'll come for the entire summer for the two you know June and July or July and August, whatever. And they'll just sit there and watch everything they're not allowed to watch for you know the entire year. <laughs> so yeah. So my son discovered. Um, what do you discover? Flash, the 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 uh, the Flash, uh, the DC series that was on uh, what channel was that on? CW, CW. CW? Okay. This is the modern one. Not, is it still on? But he watched every single episode in the two weeks that they were here, and so he so he moved from Flash to watching Arrow. So if you would know Arrow, then I stopped. I thought I watched the first three seasons, and I think it's really good. Um, I just couldn't continue. Apparently, there's like eight seasons. I just didn't have the time yeah. to continue it. You know, um, it was a really dead? good show. He's dead. Ah, uh, that's you have to ask my sons because I didn't get that far into the series. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I know he uh, he showed up in New Japan with that gimmick, 
That's all I know. So, and, and I and I have the shirt. I have the uh, I have the his shirt from New Japan as well. So okay, yeah, that's that's all I remember. Um, yeah, Spider Man this Thursday. Um, I'll, I'll probably watch that. But like, Dale, all yeah. three Spider Man should be in it. Should be in it. Is the worst I, kept secret ever. Yeah, is that going to be in the theaters or is it going to be on like HBO Max or anything like that? It's going to be in theaters this Thursday. I can't go to the theater, man. I'm too old for that shit. No, 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 no. Go to the theater, Rick. Rick. I'm gonna have to bring some. I'm gonna have to bring some liquor. <laughs> going to the theater. They sell liquor at the theater. What yes! theater? Yes. What Let theater? me tell you. What so theater the, do you go to? The North Haven Theater sells the one by Chick Fil A. Margaritas. Yes, they sell margaritas. They sell okay. um, rum, uh, Jack Daniels, and Coke. Yes, this is not the same theater that I grew up with. Jesus, I'm gonna now. I know what I'm doing. They sell Starbucks. Okay. For everything in it. Yes. Damn. Yes. I can tell you the last movie I went and saw it, in the theater. Too. So I, I don't don't drink too much. Really? It sounds yeah, like a place I want to go. Don't ever tell me not to drink too much. <laughs> I'm just gonna end up drinking more. <laughs> but yeah. That's the only yeah. place I know. I know Milford does. I know Milford used to have the bar, but wow, yes, that's incredible. It's a uh, a whole margarita uh, frosted machine and everything Damn. else. So. That's pretty incredible. I'm gonna have to start going and hanging out at the movies more often. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> You gotta step out the house. There's some things out there. There's some things. Changing. Absolutely. I actually, you know, the funny part is I don't even know what movies are out there anymore. I don't like. I um, know Spider Man's out, and then um, I know um, that Gucci movie's out. I forgot the name of the Gucci movie. That movie's the fuck out. Is that? Um, the one I guess about the the guy that owns Gucci. He gets a uh, yeah. There's a plot killer. Something like that. Oh, yeah. You asked really about how I, I, I know what Gucci is like the the handbags and stuff. That life. That was a good movie. What was Ghostbusters uh, at the life? Oh, I didn't see it. Did you go to the theater and see it, or did you bootleg it? Yeah, it was real good. I went the movie. All right, I'm gonna have to see that, but I'm gonna wait for it to come on uh, HBO Max or some bullshit. I'm too cheap. I can't like you go to the theater, you're gonna end up spending just like eighty bucks. Like, and you're right, but. Tuesdays. Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. But then they now that I found out that they serve liquor, I'm gonna end up spending probably like a buck fifty. So you may. I don't yeah. think so. No, they sell beer. I like my beer. You know, they sell beer too. I'm a drunk most of the time. Usually on the <laughs> usually when we're here doing this, but not this week. So. Not this week. Not it's this a week. weekday. Not this week. Yeah. I'm pretty freaking exhausted. I tried to take a nap earlier, but it just didn't work out. <laughs> hey, took, you're supposed to do this uh, what, last night. I took a nap, and I ended up waking up at uh, 12.55 in the morning. Yeah, see, this was supposed to be released a day earlier. You can blame Marcel this week. So Blame me. Last, last, week, you, last week, you can blame me for last week, because I was just exhausted yeah. and sick the whole week. We just, we just playing those he those. <laughs> but at least, but at least we got here. And we're able to record. We got so here. We here now. Yeah. We'll be here next week. I don't know whether it's Sunday or Monday, but it'll be one of those days. I don't know what the fuck day it is. All right. Yo, maybe <laughs> Christmas is. Oh man. Anyways, we're goofing off towards the end here. We're having a little fun, uh, Marcel. We got some, you know. Go to paradisealleyprowrestling.com. Go to Paradise Alley Pro Wrestling's Facebook page. There's. Lots of great stuff. Look for the content that's coming up. Uh, you know, I've posted a bunch of pictures from the event. Not many, uh, but you know, uh, you could go check out my Instagram at PWZ Podcast, uh, my uh, TikTok at PWZ Pod. I've posted some fun stuff, um, and that's pretty much it. You know, go like, subscribe, share, and subscribe to this YouTube. We have actually broken the twenty five hundred mark this afternoon. So uh, I've been trying to push towards that. Uh, so I'm very excited. Let's get us a little higher, folks. Come on. And I want you Let's to get now. 10K. I, yes. 
That's too much. Born again. No, no. We gotta we gotta get up to uh <laughs> just as many as uh what's his name? Kincaid over there who's I think at fourteen thousand. I'm like, what the fuck go. is he doing? <laughs> Let's do it, folks. Like, subscribe, share, and maybe there'll be a little bit of you know, a few perks here and there, some giveaways if we get uh keep getting higher. Because I got some really cool stuff to give away, actually. So I've been holding it here. I'm waiting for somebody to say, yeah, maybe next week when we're recording, I'll announce it at the top of the show. All right. Enjoy, folks. Uh, Marcel, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you? Once again, Instagram, Twitter, at Showtime Marcel. You find me on Facebook under Marcel Williams. Again, like, subscribe, continue to follow the PWZ podcast on all the social media outlets that Rick is about to give you. Be well, be safe, good night. Close it, Rick. Twitter, Facebook. What's the other one? Instagram, TikTok. Check <laughs> us out. PWZ Podcast. Um, you know, we're 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 getting up there on TikTok, dude. We've got over two thousand. Actually, we're we're getting close to three thousand on TikTok. Nice. Well, we got some really cool content there. And of course, you can always uh catch out little clips of Paradise Alley and Showtime Marcel on TikTok, like our TikTok and uh Obviously, on YouTube, you can check out some full matches. Black Friday edition alley fights. Every match is uploaded. Go check it out and uh, enjoy those. Um, have fun, everybody. See you next week.